This month's council meeting was on Wednesday the 10th of June at Hornsby Council. It was a Zoom meeting. The first item on the agenda was a mayoral minute and it concerned a childcare centre at Beecroft Road, Cheltenham. The community was concerned that the heritage garden was under threat by the development and they asked the council to put an interim heritage order onto the development. The council was not in a position legally to put an interim heritage order on it, so the mayor put a motion to ask for a letter to be sent to the state government asking for an interim heritage order to be placed on the development. This motion was passed by all the council members. The next item on the agenda was item one concerning the delivery plan for the council. And there were 41 submissions made to the council about it and a number of the themes discussed by the community to the council included Concern about trees, um, trees under power lines, dangerous trees along roads like Old Northern Road and between Dural and Gunnory. There was concerns about COVID-19 and the way the council was dealing with it. There was interest in the area of rural areas. For example, subdivisions of one acre lots was raised, needs for repairs of roads and including the widening of the roads. Stormwater drainage required upgrade in areas like Arcadia. Then there were concerns and issues raised in relation to parks and supporting facilities, the redevelopment of the Beecroft Village Green Park, the trail bike path between Wesley and Hornsby, the redevelopment of the Kenley Park at Normanhurst, questions about the quarry being restored to its original pristine state and a lot of information in that space. There's also the normal concern about roads and footpaths, particular roads they looked at were New Line Road, Cherrybrook needs to be fixed. The footpath on Boundary Road between Cherrybrook and Cedarwood Drive. There's also concern about the footpath on David Road, Castle Hill between New Line Road and another street nearby there. There's also a gap analysis for the missing footpath networks around Pennant Hills and areas like that. Another item the public were concerned about was natural resources. They wanted to identify green corridors with linked to other green areas but also taking care of um, weed biosecurity and also the management of Aboriginal sites. There's a lot of work being done in the area of environmental sustainability, in particular was the concern about creating renewable energy hubs in the area, the redirection of investments into renewable and sustainable energy sources. There was also a lot of interest in the area of engagement with large businesses to improve the use of solar um, panels in the Shire including initiatives to reduce the urban heat, a virtual power plant collaborating with neighbouring councils, curbside bin for household and food waste, so a lot of areas in that space to improve energy and sustainability. There's also some issues raised by the community in concerning sustainable transport, converting of car lanes into bike lanes. I noticed in even my area, Pennant Hills, there's two parking areas for electronic cars at the moment and the introduction of paid metre parking in sub-suburbs and secure parking, bicycle parking and public transport interchanges. And then there was also a bit of discussion about fees and charges, events in the area and different specific concerns like the Cheltenham Church proceeds to be spent in the 2119 Beecroft Cheltenham community and there's also pet one for myself as a resident of Pennant Hills they include um, discussions about Pennant Hills and the future planning for public domains so essentially that was just item one of the council meeting
Item two in the council meeting was about debts to be written off by the council. In 2019-2020, if I've read it correctly, there were $5,991 of debts to be written off. And then reading down in the document further, in comparison in 2015-2016, there was $49,714 worth of debts to be written off. Item two in the council meeting concerned investments and borrowings. It, the, the document said in April 2020, they had a return of 4.4% on um, their investments, which I thought was a pretty good return, but the year-to-date return is 1.85%. If you're more interested in, in the details, you can have a look on the council website. Item four for the council meeting was the housekeeping amendment planning and there were seven submissions from the public in relation to that and it's focusing on heritage ideas, land rezoning, design excellence, re really the height of buildings. That item was also passed by the council. In relation to item five of the council meeting, that was a report into variations of planning proposals. There were three submissions from the public at the meeting via written statements and they all concerned the applauding of the council of leaving off Lisgar Gardens and Mount Wilga as heritage areas from the planning um, proposal. So that was a tick from the public to the council concerning that. The other item of note was number six and that was about um, planning and one member from the public spoke to that and raised the point that there is different infrastructure needs in Hornsby CBD itself compared to other suburbs in the area and that needs to be taken into account with any planning and secondly that public open space needs to make sure that it can be accessible by people not just slotted in a way where it's not accessible. Item 7 at the council meeting was about 55 Canara Road, which is the old IBM site. It was a motion put by the councillor of Ward B, Janelle McIntosh, and it concerned the council's reservations about the state government going ahead with the development. It was supported by the public where they expressed concerns about the need for a whole precinct plan for the area, including both sides of Castle Hill Road into Cherrybrook and they wanted to try and avoid developer initiated proposals which shape the area unnecessarily. Councillor McIntosh then noted that there was an amendment sent to the councillors earlier in the evening which tidied up the language in relation to the motion and also suggested that point three be added where information was sent about the motion to the state and federal members. The councillors also had their say about the motion and many of them concurred with the public who suggested that there was a need for a, a full precinct plan for Cherrybrook. They also suggested that the community had made their views clear that there was not a need for a residential area to be set up. There was also expressions of interest that the area could still maintain its zoning as a business area. It could be used for schools or other businesses or even perhaps even incorporated into a national park. One council member uh, was prepared to speak against the motion on the basis that there was not enough information to make a decision, had not seen the plans or had any briefings in relation to what the suggestions were. So the motion was put 
and the motion was passed but not unanimously with an abstention by the Mayor and one other Council member uh, rejected the motion. The agenda item concerning the pandemic response was delayed and the agenda item in relation to the weeds in the Hornsby Shire was also deferred because one of the councillors was an apology for the meeting. The non-agenda public forum items included a statement from Pennant Hills District Civic Trust congratulating the Mayor on his award during the Queen's Birthdays Honours List weekend and in addition to that there was a commentary and a suggestion for an approach for the council to adopt in relation to National Reconciliation Week and reconciliation in the Shire with the Aboriginal First Nations peoples. Also there were a couple of other speakers in particular who raised some arguments concerning the need for the opening of Gorston Aquatic Centre for the use of the pool from a point of view of firstly the health needs of the residents in the area who may need to have some sort of ability to exercise given they're not able to do it during the COVID era and also from the mental and physical well-being of young children so they can continue on with their physical training for swimming moving forward and that was the end of the council's meetings in relation to the non-agenda public forum items. The meeting was all over in about an hour and that's a summary of the council meeting on June the 10th, 2020.